All right. Well, 2016 has come and gone. Nah, I don't know. Is it just me? Or does time fly faster when you get older? I, I mean, it just went by so fast. Uh, for me, it did at least. But for, for some of us, 2016 may not have gone by fast enough. Uh, for some of us, 2016 was a difficult year. It was a year of losing family members, a year of enduring health challenges. Um, it was a difficult year, a year of changes. Um, for those, there are those from within our congregation who endured a lot, endured a lot of hardship. Um, David and Nina Ogilvie, I just wanted to mention, you know, just they've endured a lot of challenges this year. Um, they went through a lot, a lot of changes. But you know what amazes me? And I was just talking to John the other day about this, because um, he says the same things to me too, John. When I, when I talked to him, um, I went to go see him a few weeks ago, and he said, you know, despite all the challenges, God is faithful. You know, despite the health challenges, despite the moves and the, you know, moving to a new facility and, and him and Nina in two separate facilities, God is faithful. And another thing he, th- he says is there is so much to be thankful for. Uh, and I've heard him say this uh, again and again. And so despite the challenges, setbacks, disappointments, struggles, if we search through the rubble, of our challenges. There are gems. There are moments. There are circumstances where we can say, yes, God is faithful. And there is much to be thankful for. And at Trinity, we have a lot to be thankful for as a church. A lot happened this year. A lot of change. A year ago, we could not sit like this. This would not have been able to uh, happen. It wouldn't have been able to happen a year ago. But this is amazing, right? A lot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of transition in our church. We said goodbye to the, the Clayton family. As, um, you know when you... Chris, you know when your brain shuts off for a second? Oh my goodness, sorry, Chris. I forgot your name for a split second. Okay, oh. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Wise man. Thank you. All right? We said goodbye to the Clayton family. It was sad to see them go. But there, you know, there was just a knowing in my spirit that, that this was God's will and that God was preparing uh, Tim for, for Plattsville. And so uh, when we look back, there, there is. There's a lot to be thankful for. And I just want to start by looking at our 2016 corporate prayer goals. So a year ago, we launched our uh, corporate prayer goals. And the first uh, request was for revival to spread at Trinity Church. Now, of course, if you've known me, which many of you have known me for for at least four going on five years now, uh, I've been saying this word, this thing, every day. Every year. I mean, this has been something God has laid on my heart. Uh, he's laid it on our hearts uh, to see revival, to see people coming into a vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ. That's, that's what revival is all about. And um, in praying for revival to spread at Trinity Church, we, we prayed for restoration in personal relationships. Uh, this is actually an, it's an ongoing prayer. Um, I remember four years ago, we had a guest speaker come. Uh, oh, what's this? I'm having another brain shut down. He had glasses. Jonathan Graff. Okay, Jonathan Graff came. And uh, 
actually, Nick, you were the pastor at that time. It was May of 2012. And uh, he came and he gave a prophetic word. And I thought that was so cool because, um, you know, it, it's not every Sunday where we hear a prophetic word from a speaker and especially a guest speaker and especially a guest speaker who never gives prophetic words. And uh, he gave this word for Trinity. He said, you know, God is going to move in a mighty way in this church. And one of the things he said was he's going to restore families He's going to restore marriages. He's going to restore relationships. And I, I held, when he said that, I gripped onto that promise. And I said, God, I will not stop praying until this becomes a reality here. And I've been praying for the last four years to see restoration in relationships, marriages, families, you know. And, you know, as we continue to pray, little by little, we're seeing that happen in our lives. We prayed for increased passion for Jesus in our personal lives. I have seen an increase in the, in the level of passion for Jesus uh, in our people. And, and the way we see that is through the various ministries that take place at Trinity, right? The Hearing God seminar was, was a success this year. We've, we've had, um, let me think, three times in the last year. We, we launched Hearing God with the Young Adults Group. With, uh, the, the Combined Council went through Hearing God Seminar. Uh, and we launched a Hearing God, I think it was in uh, May of uh, two, 2016. We had 30, almost 30 people come out to a Hearing God Seminar, two of which were not even from Trinity. I have no idea that how they heard about the Hearing God Seminar, to be honest. Probably word of mouth, but there, there was no advertising outside the walls. People heard that we were doing it, and they came, and they were tremendously blessed by it. Um, so, and, and again, we're launching Hearing God again uh, in February. Thursday evening, 6.30 to 8, starting February 2nd. And, you know, there's, there's something to be said about experiencing God through hearing his voice. It just ignites a passion in your heart for God, saying, wow, God just spoke to me, and it just it came to pass. God speaks to me, and it ignites a passion for Jesus in our lives. And so I just want to encourage you to... to uh, Sign up for that, the Hearing God Seminar uh, in February. We had the Set Free Retreat in November with Wilmot Center. And God did great things in the lives of our people through, through Set Free as well. We prayed for an increase in healings and miracles. And this was a really cool moment for me this year. Um, we had a lady, young lady, come to Trinity. She's come maybe three times now. Um, she went through the Hearing God, or Set Free Retreat. Her name's Guylaine. And she came on maybe a few Sundays ago, and she gave a testimony of how her shoulder, we, we were praying for her shoulder to be healed. And I remember praying for her shoulder. And um, the healing didn't come during the prayer. The healing came after when a lady came and gave her a hug. She, that's what she said, you know, during greeting time. Someone came and gave me a hug, and the shoulder popped, and the pain was gone. And I was like, Wow. That's the power of love. love. That's why God said love is the greatest thing. And you know what? Trinity has such an abundance of love. It's, a, it's our spiritual gift, love. We love people. People who come for the first time, people who come and they just walk through the doors, that's the one thing I hear again and again. I feel love here, right? My uncle, Ali's uncle, came on December 18th, or that, that Sunday where uh, it was just Sunday before Christmas, we were, we were doing that gift giveaway game, and uh, that's what they said. Wow, you guys have something special there. You know, God, I, could, I could sense the presence of God. Uh, there's just a lot of love. And I thought, wow, that's so cool to hear that. 
And so God is doing wonderful things in our midst. Just to hear about prayer chain answers. I mean, it's amazing. The prayer chain, sometimes a prayer request will go out on a prayer chain and after you click send, the prayer's answered. I mean, it's just phenomenal how, how God works. Um, we pray for salvations and baptisms. We, we saw that this year. We saw, we baptized three new believers this year. It's just such an amazing, amazing thing, right? I, I mean, we're just so thankful for, for what God's doing. We prayed also for Trinity to reach 100 families. Now, this is kind of like our 2015 prayer goals where there was a number attached to it. You know, 2015, we were saying how we want to see 50 people out at Alpha. We had a number. Um, and we did that again this year. And, and it wasn't about the numbers. It, it was simply a prayer request for Trinity to reach our community. And we did. Again. We did again. Through VBC, 47 I think it was 47 families that were reached through VBC. Kids time and youth are reaching this community. Alpha is reaching outside the walls of Trinity. And we're seeing great God doing amazing things through, through Alpha as well. And so God is hearing our prayers. It's amazing. We prayed for uh, the refurbishment project. For uh, the refurbishments to be done uh, with the goal of accessibility, functionality, and design. And as you can see... There's new carpet. I'm standing on a really cool podium here and everyone's looking at me this way. You know, it's just so neat to be able to do this. And um, when Pastor Tim, you know, on his last Sunday, we were able to send them off with a bang. We had 20 tables and 160 chairs in here. Uh, and we had a communal meal in the sanctuary. That's so amazing. We wouldn't have been able to do that a year ago. And so again, God answers our prayers. He really does. And it's amazing to look back and see the ways in which God has answered prayer. Now, our 2017 corporate prayer goals, they're going to be um, set. And then we're going to pray through them at our first prayer summit this year, which is on Wednesday, January the 25th um, at 630. I want to encourage every one of us to come out to that as we pray, ring in the new year as a, as a body uh, and praying uh, not just through the corporate prayer goals for 2017, but praying for each other. Um, praying that this year would not just slip by without God showing himself mightily on our behalf. And we want to pray for each other. And so I want to encourage you to come out to prayer. Now, my hope for us this morning is that we would start this year off with prayer. And I would like each of us, what I would, and what I would like each of us to do is come up with a personal prayer goals for 2017. Maybe it could be one prayer request, it could be two, it could be three. But that's what I want us to do. But before we take a moment to do that, to, to, to just meditate and write down some of our prayer requests for this year, I just want to look at a passage in 1 Kings chapter 3. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to 1 Kings chapter 3. And there, there we learn about Solomon's prayer. And there's a lot to be said about King Solomon's prayer. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 5 to 15. If you don't have your Bibles, don't worry. Uh, it will be up on the screen uh, for you. So 1 Kings chapter 3. Verse 5 to 15 says this. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon... In a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, 
You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of David, my father. Although I am but a child, a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. And God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to, to, to discern what is right, behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before you and none like you shall rise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. Then he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord and offered uh, burnt offerings and peace offerings and made a feast for all his servants. There's, just, uh, there's a few things that I wanted to um, note from Solomon's prayer uh, in 1 Kings chapter 3 there. And the first thing is this. Solomon acknowledges the very first thing he does in that dream when he's talking to God. The first thing that he does is he acknowledges what God had done in the past. And that's what we did this morning. We acknowledge what God did in the past. 1 Kings 3, 6, and Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and in uprightness of heart toward you. Right? He acknowledged what God did with his father, and he was standing on that, on what God did in the past. Right? Acknowledging what God did in the past increases our faith level for prayer. And we did this corporately this morning, and I want to encourage you to look back to see how God has answered your prayers this past year. The second thing that Solomon does in this prayer, in this passage, is he shows his dependence on God through his prayer. He shows that he is dependent on God. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of David my father. Although I am but a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people, whom you have chosen. A great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. And so Solomon admits that he is Young. Now, here's the thing. He says he's a little child there. Now, by age, he wasn't a child. He was likely around his 20s when he became king. But uh, what he was meaning was inexperience. So, like a child, he just didn't have the experience, right? He didn't know what he was doing. And so, that's what he was admitting. He needed God. He needed God. And we all need God. We all do. In prayer, we must come to recognize our need for God. Okay, prayer isn't a last resort thing. It isn't a when all else fails, let's pray type of thing. Okay, it's acknowledging that God is God and I am not. And I need him in my life. Prayer is the confession of our need for God. 
Okay? And so it's important that we, uh, in prayer, reflect our dependence on God. And thirdly, Solomon asks for wisdom. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? And it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. Now, Solomon, in asking for wisdom, was not asking, it wasn't like a self-focused prayer, necessarily. It was a prayer for the sake of the nation, right? It was for other people as well, right? Because all these people, they're going to look towards me. God, they need you too. I need your wisdom on how to govern them, okay? Although he had his lack of experience in mind, he was ultimately praying for the people he was to govern over. And he asked the Lord for discernment, not for self-gratification. His prayer was not for his own benefit, but for the benefit of others. And so with those things in mind, I want you to ask yourself these questions before making your personal prayer goals for 2017. First of all, I just want to, I just want to say this. God hears our prayers. What the corporate prayer goals have taught us in 2015, 2016 is that God hears our prayers and he answers them in ways that are beyond our understanding. He, he truly does. And so, before we make our prayer requests known to the Lord, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Number one, in what ways has God answered my prayers in the past? In what ways has God answered my prayers in the past? For some of us, you can fill a journal. Just, wow. Others, we may need to sit and think about that, ponder for a moment. But in what ways has God answered my prayers in the past? Number two, am I truly depending on God through prayer? Is this a last kind of resort thing? Or God, am I, am I coming with that heart of dependence on God? And three, does my prayer request benefit me only? Okay, so with those questions, I just want us to take a moment to reflect. I'll give you just a few moments uh, to reflect, to pray, um, and to come up with your own personal prayer goals for 2017.
some of us, we may need some more time uh, to reflect and to pray um, and to come up with our personal prayer goals for 2017. <clears throat> I just want to encourage you um, to start off this year um, with, our f- with your focus set on God, making Him first. And that's what this personal prayer goal is, is really uh, designed to do, to help us to put our, put our focus on God first. And so uh, we may need some more time. Um, feel free to stay after the service uh, in the sanctuary if you need to reflect. Um, but um, I want to encourage you to just take that home with you and, and reflect on that. We have some journals in the back, uh, Trinity Church journals. Feel free to take one of those. Um, but let me pray for us um, before we go. So Father, we just uh, thank you so much Uh, Once again, for the testimonies that are coming from your people here, that you are a God who provides. You provide in miraculous ways. We thank you so much, God, that we can look to you and depend on you because you are the one that holds everything in the palm of your hands, Lord, our lives. So we thank you. We look to you. You are our refuge. You are our strength. You are our shield. And Father, um, you are faithful. That is another thing that we have been saying this morning, that you are a faithful God through all the storms that we face in this life. You remain faithful, and we can depend on you, God. You are our strong tower. And we just want to give you all the praise and all the glory and start this year by saying, God, you are great. And Lord, we want our lives to reflect your greatness, that others would see you as great through our lives, through my life, that you would be seen as great through my life. So Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Happy New Year. Bless you. We'll see you next week.